Hey, how you doing tonight? Can I get started for you? Yeah, I'm doing good tonight. You know, another busy day at the ballpark. Now I need something really, really good. You got something really good for me there? Of course I do. I have exactly what you need. Jack and Kano coming right up. All right, well, hello, everybody. Good evening. We are called Jack and Kano. Um, first off, let me uh, thank everybody and apologize at the same time. I was a little bit under the weather. Uh, I did not sound good. Everything uh, was ugly for me. So, uh, but hey, we're getting together again. And uh, I think that tonight is going to be a very informative show. Right, Jack? Yeah. Let me just say uh, I'm, I'm happy to have you back. Yeah. Although I'm very happy that we're not in the same room. So. I, I've been sneezing a lot. I, I've had a, a runny nose for the longest, longest time. And uh, as you can tell, I'm still a little congested. But it did prevent me from doing a lot of the stuff that I normally do. And doing the show was one of them. But uh, I feel like I'm back. And uh, we're going to have fun today, Jack. Yes, absolutely. We have, uh, we have a, a great show planned. Uh, I think we kind of prepped the audience uh, that we'd be talking about memorabilia and certificates of authenticity, which sounds simple, but there's a lot we can talk about. It's a whole um, world. It is. It is. But, um, you know, we could uh, go ahead and recap uh, what happened last week. Who was here? I don't even try to remember. Oh, that cool guy ah, from L.A. Cancun Kenny. Tell him what, uh, what happened, Jack, what they missed. Yeah. So, you know, Kenny came by, uh, spent some time with us and talked about his uh, different experiences uh, during COVID uh, going to baseball games because he, you know, had an opportunity to go to the World Series, uh, which is awesome in itself. But it was a very different World Series, very limited attendance, even though, you know, Texas was pretty much wide open, I think, at the time. Uh, small crowd, the experience that no one will ever, hopefully no one will ever experience again. Uh, so, you know, definitely if you missed that, go check that out. Uh, he talks about that. And then obviously he was at one of the first games for opening weekend uh, to get the Mike Trout bobblehead last week. And that was, you know, uh, an experience in itself as well. And he gave us kind of an idea what to expect when we head back to the ballpark. And we also uh, talked about a couple other giveaways that took place. Uh, one of them was the um, the St. Louis Hall of Fame cars. Right. That was, I believe, um, Sam Usual. Buck and LaRusa. There you go. Yeah, three brand new cars. I believe that there's other cars that have been released over there uh, for the Cardinals. And we also had the uh, Adrian Beltre in the yep. cowboy outfit with the cowboy hat. Of course, Armando has those all day, every day. And uh, so, yeah, that was a, a very, very nice show that we had last time. Very, very entertaining. You know, you never know what you're going to miss. Today is going to be a very informative and a very good show. And this is going to be more of Jack's world uh, on, on this one to be listening firsthand at uh, what we're going to be talking about. And that is going to be memorabilia and everything and anything that comes along with it. What is memorabilia? What does it entail? All of that. And uh, we also have some questions, Jack, we're going to have questions for you. Yeah. So, you know, uh, memorabilia is obviously a, a very hot uh, commodity right now. Uh, during the pandemic, I think a lot of people, you know, they were stuck at home in the beginning for the most part. So they gravitated back to old hobbies, you know, which included collecting memorabilia, um, sports cards have exploded. 
I mean, I think sports cards are more popular than maybe they've ever been. Um, and you're seeing, you know, some of the dollar amounts that people are getting for some of these cards that come up are just insane. So, you know, people just got back in, in touch with their hobbies and kind of things that they enjoyed because uh, they had a lot of free time. And, you know, you can only watch so much Netflix, I guess. So, you know, thought it would be a good good opportunity to let the audience in on, you know, what to look for when you're looking for memorabilia so you don't get taken. I mean, you, you know, you spend a lot of money on memorabilia, cards, et cetera. And, you know, you want to make sure that you're, you're obtaining something that's legitimate and that you're going to be able to turn around and sell if you ever needed to, you know, for any reason, you know, say that you, you needed it for, for some, you know, family emergency or something, you need to liquidate your collection. You want to know you can get the value out of it or, you know, just, uh, you know, you want to sell something to buy a different item that you want to add to your collection. So it's, uh, you know, unfortunately I've seen so many people get ripped off. It's very disheartening and, you know, can, I think can even turn some people off from collecting memorabilia because they don't even know where to begin. And there's, there's a lot of stories out there, documentaries, movies, obviously about, you know, a lot of the stuff that was going on back in the day, especially during the Mickey Mantle days. Right. There's, I believe a big old documentary that I saw recently that had to do with his signature specifically. So, yep. you know, all of these, uh, uh, the, the things that are in place now, all of these certifications and Jack will get into that, uh, all of these things that he'll mention are there in place to protect you and protect the investment that you've made into this piece of memorabilia, no matter what the case uh, may be. So we'll talk about the certificates. We'll talk about, you know, the reliable ones. We'll probably, Jack probably has a few that he knows about that, you know, have been faulty in the past. And right. I, know that I think it was uh, Beckett, right? That they just, they just came out with their brand new sticker. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to cover, um, you know, what each company has been up to recently. Um, but yeah, we'll cover the, the decal stickers. I mean, that's, that's kind of the main thing that you're going to see on most pieces of memorabilia is a decal, a sticker. It's like a security sticker, they call it, you know, it's, it's basically a sticker that has the number, uh, the certificate number on it to, you know, identify the item, you know, in their database. And it's, you know, they're, they're, Basically, if you try to peel it off the item, it's going to leave like pieces behind. And so you can't just like take it off and transfer it to a different item or, um, you know, we'll, and we'll get into that. Uh, a lot of those come with cards. Uh, some companies are doing away with that. We'll talk about that in a minute. And, you know, then there's other things like letters uh, of authenticity uh, for higher dollar value items. Um, you know, you got player holograms and then, you know, you, you might be perusing some sites looking for memorabilia and you'll see something called GTP. You're like, what the hell is GTP? That's something that graphers like to use called uh, guaranteed to pass, meaning that, you know, they're guaranteeing the item will pass authentication. If it doesn't, then they should be giving you your, your money back. Now, that promise is only as good as the person giving it to you. Um, but you know, if you do see GTP, that's most likely that's, you know, what you're looking at for that. And I know that that's uh, one of the programs that we used for a couple of the bubble graphs that we had on the page last year. And I know that at some point we'll talk about, you know, uh, um, this, this huge collection that a, a friend of mine actually got and all of them are, are legit autographs, every single one. 
and the ones that we did have a kind of question about, we submitted it and um, right. they passed and they were, they're good autographs. So we'll, we'll get into that at some point too. Yeah, that's coming up. Um, you know, so, you know, we could start off, but I, I can tell you kind of my first experience with a fake, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you know, uh, cause you know, I have, I've been collecting memorabilia for several years, you know, what started getting me into breaks, et cetera. But yeah, uh, you know, when I first started, it was, I, I didn't know anything, you know, I, I was like most people, you know, you just, you see a COA or a certificate of authenticity, no matter what the company is or who it is, you don't know who it is. And you're like, oh, this looks legit, right? So I guess it's it's got a COA, right? So, you know, and that's that's what a lot of people think. They're like, oh, there's here's a certificate. It looks official. Okay. So it must be must be good. Um, you know, and so I, I bought this helmet. Um, and I'm trying to remember, I think it was. I think it was a Dalvin cook actually. Cause it's, you know, it was a Florida state lid and it was some JT sports memorabilia or something, you know, like a generic company name, you know, I think I got it off eBay and uh, you know, I was talking to somebody that actually worked for JSA funny enough. And, you know, we were talking about, you know, what, what this person's autograph looked like. And I sent him a picture of it and he's like, yeah, that's definitely not, not a legit autograph. So that was kind of my first run in, um, with a fake. And then, you know, I had some other things where, you know, as I was running uh, another page, we'd get some items that came in. Uh, they were actually Mike Allstott helmets and they had a, a specific COA and I don't really want to get into which company this was, um, not, not a, not a mainstream company, but people may, may see it out there. And, you know, so the signature looked pretty close and, you know, but when we talked to, the, uh, this, this friend that, that worked for JSA, they said, oh, well, you know, most likely that's a, a fake. And so they looked at it and they're like, yeah, that's definitely fake. Um, but this company, you know, I had another helmet from this company actually, uh, that had a Devonte Freeman autograph on it and i had actually taken it to camp uh, and gotten Jameis at the time you know he was a rookie i think that year maybe it was his second year and i got Jameis to sign it it was a florida state lid you know and I, so i showed him that that signature from Devonte freeman and, and he actually said that that actually looked good so kind of the, what we decided i think is that this company you know maybe mixes some good stuff with bad stuff okay. um you know, so to, I mean, to, to remain, is that to remain positive or why, why would a company do that? Why would they risk obviously getting caught? Um, well, you know, like I said, this isn't a third party uh, authenticator. It's more of like somebody that would have a signing and stick a, a hologram on, on an item. Okay. And it's uh, it, it basically, you know, they would, they'll put it, they'll put their hologram on stuff that's legit and then they'll sneak in some fake stuff so they're trying to, you know, get their reputation up to say, oh, well, I've seen those autographs and they look great. And so I don't see why other stuff that they're, you know, selling wouldn't be good. Um, and there's a lot of actually companies out there that will, will, you know, put a legit autograph up on the website and you'll say, oh, looks good, you know, 
and when they send you one, they actually send you a different autograph because it's a stock picture that they use in their listing. And then they send you something that's actually fraudulent, you know, has a fake, you you may not even realize it, you know, because they're they're faking the holograms. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, you know, we'll get into that as well. That's dirty. But on that Freeman, you got lucky pretty much that you got a good thing. <laughs> yeah, I got lucky because especially since it was on a helmet that I got it, you know, I, I got another signature that was an in-person signature. Yeah. So it was uh, you know, definitely would have sucked if I would have ruined that <laughs> that experience yeah. of getting that first. That was pretty much the first autograph I've gotten live, you know, and that was at camp. You know, as far as what companies are out there that, you know, that you're going to see that are legitimate companies, and this is by no means an exhaustive list. I mean, there's plenty of other companies, uh, I'm sure, that have legit uh, holograms and, um, you know, but the main the main companies are, you know, JSA, it's James Spence Authentication, uh, Beckett, you know, I get PSA DNA, uh, Radkey. Uh, MLB actually has their own hologram um, that they do uh, use for signings as well. Uh, The NFL doesn't necessarily have their own hologram, but they do uh, do a lot of auctions, online auctions. I'm sure a lot of people have been to the NFL auction website and you can, you know, get items there. So there's actually a COA that's on there. used to be, I think PSA DNA uh, did a lot of those, but uh, so NFL has that. Uh, obviously, you got Fanatics, who's becoming a, a beast in the in the memorabilia market. Huge uh, they player, purchased, right? yeah. I mean, Fanatics purchased Steiner and and several other companies. Um, so there's Steiner, you know, that used to be kind of a standalone, but that's under the Fanatics umbrella now. But you're still going to see a lot of Steiner holograms. Upper Deck is is one of the you know the big players that. I think they're struggling a little bit now, but they, they really dig in on exclusive athletes. So like Michael Jordan is like, you know, that's upper deck. If there's not an upper deck uh, sticker on your Michael Jordan autograph, it's, it's most likely fake or, you know, it's people don't want to trust it, even if it has a, another COA company on it. Um, besides upper deck, a tri-star, which used to have a Tom Brady um, contract. He was exclusive to TriStar, but he actually just changed when he went to the Bucks. He changed to Fanatics, um, and we're going to talk about him here in a little bit as well. Uh, Panini is big, you know, not only in cards, but uh, they do a lot of uh, signed memorabilia as well. Um, you know, Kobe, Kobe Bryant was with Panini for a long time. Um, you have other companies like Schwartz, uh, Prova. Prova was a company that Emmett Smith started. And, you know, I think he, he tried to get it started to, to kind of solve some of the problems of having fakes in the marketplace. And okay. uh, if you look at a Prova card, it has like a special like tag in it that has like some type of a tracking on it. So, you know, he, they were trying different things. I, mean, I think Prova is a really good cert if it's a legit Prova cert. Um, you know, but th- those are the main companies that you're going to see. Like I said, I'm, I'm sure I left out a few, but you know, those are, those are the big dogs, so to speak. Those are the major players. Right. All right. Very nice. And then now were, were there other big ones back in the day for those that do have some certifications from like their dad's collection or anything from back in the day, anything else? I mean, so that's part of the problem is, you know, some of the older certs, you're, you're going to, you're going to find those in the marketplace still, um, but they're easier to, to reproduce and forge. So okay. unfortunately, a lot of those are going to be, you know, <laughs> mixed in with the forgeries, but, you know, so things like, um, 
um, stacks of plaques and uh, mounted memories. Uh, you're still going to see a lot of those in the marketplace, uh, especially mounted memories. Um, but there's a lot of fakes out there with mounted memories because it was so easy to, to you know, duplicate, uh, duplicate this, the holograms, et cetera. Um, but, you know, and then there's uh, everyone's favorite company global global authentication which is gai and you know you you'll see a lot of people that'll say hey i have some legit autographs with global because when global started out they had a lot of legit autograph uh, legit autographs so you know but then things kind of went south and pretty much anything that had global after a certain point it was all fake Okay. So it's, you know, anytime you see global, you're going to want to uh, have that authenticated by another company because uh, most people that are aware of how the COAs work uh, will not accept global, uh, you know, which is, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't take something with global on it. Note that in case you guys have anything out there, you guys see anything out there that has global on it, more than likely uh, it's a no-go. So that's, that's good to know. Yeah. So, you know, we could talk about a little bit about the types of certs, um, you know, and, and you made a mention of, of uh, Beckett changing their hologram recently. So, you know, that's something that, that started to happen recently. Um, and I think, you know, not, not that, that forging hasn't been going on forever. You mentioned a, a documentary. I think that you were probably referring to Operation Bullpen, maybe. And uh, these guys were, were freaking experts, basically. They were faking Mantle. They were faking Babe Ruth. I mean, they had the signature down where they could almost fool, you know, a third-party authenticator. Um, they would take the balls and they would like shellac them and, you know, they would make them look old and put the signature on there. And, you know, the reason they're doing that is because mantles and Babe Ruth balls and, you know, they're just becoming so expensive so they can make a lot of money if they can, you know, make it look somewhat legitimate. Um, And so this happened recently actually uh, with Tom Brady. So, and, and I was victim to this and luckily I, the, the pieces I had purchased at the time, um, you know, this was several years ago, I, I purchased them off Amazon. So it was through a third party seller, but luckily, you know, I had Amazon to back me up. So when I, uh, found out that they were fakes, I was able to recover the money, uh, that I spent on them. Other people okay. were not so lucky. So with Tom Brady, basically the old TriStar hologram, um, you know, that someone figured out how to copy it. Um, have it reproduced and so they would what they would do is they would find a legitimate helmet that has a real tom brady autograph they'd take the cert number off that helmet and then they would forge that cert you know so they would come up with a hologram sticker that was pretty close would fool probably the normal person that just looks at it and says hey tristar i know that's where tom brady signed so it must be good and look, I look the number up in the database and it matches. So it has to be legitimate, yeah. not knowing that they took a legitimate cert, forged it, forged the signature, put it on the helmet, sold it for $1,800. And now that person's out $1,800 and they have a fake helmet. So then what are they? Duplicated everything. <laughs> yeah. So they forged the signature, which is not a great forgery. But you know, if you, if you kind of know what to look for, it's not a great forgery, but it was enough to fool people. 
And uh, obviously it fooled me in the beginning. Um, obviously I know a lot more now uh, than I did back then, but it's, it's, uh, it's sad. So this, this started being, you know, uh, there, there's a couple guys that were really big Tom Brady collectors and uh, they have a Facebook group and it's uh, Fran LaFat Fran Lafla- Flash and um, Jonathan McCusker. And there's a couple other guys that were involved originally. But they actually, um, you know, kind of figured it out and they talked to TriStar actually. TriStar was involved. Um, they knew of these two guys that they were long-term, long-time Brady collectors. They, they knew Brady's autograph inside and out. And so they actually helped bust up this ring. Um, not to say that these forgeries are not out there because there's a ton of Tom Brady forgeries on eBay. So just FYI, if you're listening and you're looking for Tom Brady, you gotta be very careful. So they actually have this group uh, on Facebook and they'll actually, they actually started uh, doing authentications for free for a long time, but it got to be so overwhelming that um, now they still have this page. It's available um, and we could link it, but it's like called hundred percent uh, authentic Tom Brady and uh, they'll charge like $10 for a, uh, for an opinion. But these guys, these guys know Brady better than anyone. And actually all of the authentication companies actually know these guys. They talk to them. Um, there's been, there's been times when, uh, you know, the uh, Tom Brady signature shown up on there and it had like a fake hologram on it from that particular company. And uh, they were actually be able to get it taken off eBay, which is unheard of because eBay doesn't really do a good job of, or, you know, removing fraudulent items. But so these guys were totally legit um, new Tom Brady's autograph. So what TriStar did is TriStar um, took that information and what they did is they changed their hologram. So they made it a multi-layer hologram, you know, much easier or much harder to, to uh, you know, duplicate yeah. and, You've actually seen Beckett recently do the same thing. Um, you know, they added a, a, a also uh, with TriStar, they added like a QR code on there as well. And, uh, you know, so there's multiple different things that they did uh, to kind of improve their hologram and the process, um, the descriptions of the items that they put into the database, you know, try to be more specific. So they can't just be, the, you know, the forgers are lazy, right? The, if they could find a, a hologram that says, Tom Brady helmet, well, then they can forge any helmet, right? But if it's, you know, specific, like speed, authentic eclipse helmet or whatever, you know, then it's, it's a little harder for them. They have to like match up the actual helmet and everything else. And, you know, location of the signature, maybe even an angle or anything like that, I would assume. Yeah. I mean, you know, and that's, that's the good thing about like JSA and PSA DNA when they have like certificates of authenticity, the actual letters, cause they'll put a picture of the item on there. Um, so you can kind of match the photo up, um, you know, a lot harder for them to forge. Um, so anyway, back to the, the holograms. Yeah. Beckett's yeah. doing the same thing. They're changing up their hologram. Um, you know, uh, I think that's, that's pretty much it right now. Fanatics is having a major problem right now. And, and I think we're kind of waiting to see if they do anything about it. You know, there's such a big entity now. It just depends on whether they think it's worth the time and effort to make the changes. But um, there's a lot of Tom Brady fakes out in the marketplace with the Fanatics hologram. So wow. be very careful with, with Tom Brady Already, huh? and yeah. And uh, it's, it's amazing. So, you know, if, if you're interested in collecting Tom Brady, I would definitely join this Facebook group. 
uh, you'll learn a lot just by watching the the opinions they give and they they point out things about the phonetics holograms and why they're you know obviously no good um but they're looking at the signature right so and and i think that kind of would lead us into a discussion about well how, how do i know if, if now legit certs are being forged yeah. how are you supposed to know what to do i don't you well, know anything like, can be forged nowadays anything can be duplicated nowadays yeah. i mean with technology the way that it is and with people being as computer savvy as they are and pretty much they come up with their own programs to make this some of this stuff happen it's yeah, so. it's it's sad too right because uh you know you, you feel bad when you see these auctions going on on ebay and there's people bidding 12 14 15 1600 on a helmet that you know is fake you know you could just look at it and see the signatures it doesn't match up uh, you look at the hologram the hologram's messed up you know you you know it's a fake hologram and there's nothing you can do about it because generally even if you report it to ebay they're not going to take it down unless you know one of the main companies contacts them then they're they're pretty quick to do it but there's just so much forgeries on so many forgeries on there that they just don't have enough time to pull them all down even you know so it's 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 definitely on the buyer to to make sure you know they're paying attention and you know so so what do you do um you know you look for the cert uh hopefully yeah, you, you you find a cert that's you know legit like one of the companies we talked about hopefully yeah. um you know and you really you need to start looking at the signature and you know, you don't have to be an expert to, to kind of look at a signature and, you know, certain, certain athletes, you know, you can go through a bunch of legitimate signatures, uh, but, you know, find one that has a letter or something that's associated with it and kind of match them up and look at them. Uh, and you can kind of tell if something doesn't look right. Um, you know, it's basically what the authentication company does. You know, what does JSA do when they look at an item? You can send it into them to get authenticated, right? So, you know, JSA or PSA DNA or any of these guys that are third-party authenticators, they're going to take a look at the, the autograph, you know, well, what are they looking at? Well, for, for most of these companies, they have these databases, uh, which has uh, what they call exemplars, which are basically uh, autographs that they know are legit that have been, you know, probably vetted through other sources. Uh, everyone agrees, other authentication companies agree that these, these signatures are definitely legitimate, authentic, uh, authentic signatures for that person. Could be anyone. I mean, they have a huge database, athletes, you know, uh, famous people, uh, celebrities, et cetera. And so they take a look and they compare the signature to that, number one. And, you know, what are they looking at when they look at the signature? Okay, it looks similar. Um, some of these forgers are really good, right? I think some of them are like artists. They, so they're very good at copying. And once they have it down, I mean, why, why yeah. stop? You know, right. they spend so much time trying to perfect, you know, a loop here or a long line there that once they have it down, it's like, shit, let's just, just bring me everything and I'll sign everything like that. Exactly. You know, you know, that's just to give an idea as to how much stuff is out there. You know, they practice, practice, practice. And once they get it down, it's nonstop until your hand stops hurting. <laughs> Pretty much, you know, and if, if they can get it close, that's all they need, right? Because there's enough people out there that don't understand COAs that, you know, they're just going to fall for it. Um, you know, but so, so other things that they look for. So, you know, some people will be like, well, I don't get it. Like, this looks so close. Like, how did they fail it? 
you know, things they're looking at, they're looking at the slant of the signature. Some, some athletes sign at a certain angle and they sign every autograph that way. Um, so, you know, they can tell by the slant of how the, the autograph, you know, is it slanting upwards? Is it slanting downwards? You know, most athletes, when they sign, they're going to sign the same, um, you know, they're signing thousands and thousands of autographs. It's almost automatic for them. Right. So, uh, another thing they look at is flow and you can tell forgery sometimes by just taking a closer look at the autograph and you'll see where the, where the pen stopped, you know, because the forger is looking and they're trying to copy everything. Right. So the pen stops. Well, you can see that if you, if you take a pen and write on a piece of paper and you stop and then you move it again, and then you stop and you move it again. If you look close enough, you're going to see this, the hesitations in that in that you know signature. So they're looking at flow. They're looking at the pressure of the pen. Um, you know, it should be even pressure throughout the autograph because you know they're not trying to, you know, when the when the when the athlete signs it, they're signing right away, right? It takes them two seconds. You know, forger is going to take longer because they're trying to get everything right. Um, so they look at pressure. I mean, it's, they get into a lot of different things, especially with older autographs, because they know like certain paper uh, was in a certain time period. You know, they know certain ink was available in a certain time period. They're going to look at the ball or whatever that it was um, signed on and make sure that that ball is from that era. You know, it's, it's simple things like that. Right. Um, Very detailed. It, it, there's, there's so much that people don't think about like certain helmets, like, you know, maybe they, you look at the helmet and you're like, Oh, this is from fanatics. And, you know, fanatics is not a third party authenticator. So they're not taking a helmet that was signed five years ago and saying, Oh, let's put our hologram on it. They're only putting their hologram on stuff at signings when the athlete's signing the, the, the item right then and there. So if you have a, you know, an athlete that's never signed with fanatics or, you know, maybe they signed only a certain time period with fanatics, you know, they, they know that, right. So they're looking at the type of helmet that was used and, you know, there's other, there's other ways that they can look at. Um, but it, it is, you know, you could go online and kind of do a search about how, how authenticators look at things and you could get into the weeds on it. Uh, there's, there's so many other things that they look at, um, you know, uh, and that they can tell just by the, the, the medium and the pen that was used. And, um, you know, it's pretty, it's pretty amazing. Um, you know, and not every authentication company is, is as accurate as others. Um, but you know, it's, it's kind of like you, you choose the best you can, uh, you kind of use your own eyes to take a look at something, um, but at the end of the day, authentication really mostly is, is really just an opinion, uh, you know, so you're paying for an opinion that yes, this is probably authentic. Um, if you authentic want, yeah, go ahead. But that authentication does mean that the, the item is guaranteed to be of some value. As long as it's legit, right? Um, you know, and authentication companies can get it wrong too, because you'll see if you're on message boards where people where you have a lot of gra graphers, right? A lot of in-person autographs are really rushed, and sometimes it's hard to authenticate certain signatures, um, or something just doesn't look right because it was signed while someone's running down the road with a pen out the window, you know, and they're trying yeah. to get this guy's autograph, and so sometimes stuff will fail, and they're like, "Oh, I can't believe JSA would fail this. I was there. I got the autograph from the athlete," and it's like, "Look, they're just going by what they can tell, right? I mean, nothing's perfect, um, you know." But you know, I think 
the, the main three, you know, uh, PSA DNA has had some issues, you know, they had their main authenticator, uh, Steve Grad left. And I think that's caused a lot of issues with them. Um, okay. And the quality has gone down a little bit, I think on the authentication, at least is what I've heard kind of in the groups and things. Um, and, and another problem with PSA DNA, I mean, so in the name PSA DNA, it actually, if you look at the cert, uh, they, when they certify something, they put some type of a, uh, indelible mark on your item that you can't see with the naked eye, but I guess if they have like a certain laser, they can point at it and it shows up and that's why it's called PSA DNA, right? It's got like some DNA mark on it somewhere that to show that it's legit. Yeah. Um, I guess you got to figure out where the, who has these lasers to check your items, but, um, but any case, they're, a lot of their uh, certs are being faked and they actually came out with a new hologram not too long ago and a new card as well. Um, but I see a ton of fake PSA DNA stuff uh, on eBay and um, kind of working its, its way around um, uh, Kobe, Kobe Bryant yeah. items. Um, you know, you, you'll see people say, Hey, I got this Kobe Jersey and it's got PSA DNA and people are like, Oh, well, you, did you get it? Did you get it checked again? Because there's a lot of fakes out there with PSA okay. DNA, which there was. So hopefully you, um, you know, you can might want to get that checked out if you find a Kobe item that has PSA DNA, and make sure it's got like a letter um, done on it, uh, which people can upgrade their their certs, you know, and get a letter for a fairly reasonable price. Uh, JSA does it too. Like you know, some people. Uh, we get it down these rabbit holes. I want to, I want to go keep going down, down the rabbit hole, but you know, a lot of these companies provide cards that go along with their certs. Uh, so like JSA, there's a card that goes with your, with, with your item and it has the number that's on the hologram and people, some people like that. They display the card or they keep it. It's like um, an additional thing that, that yeah, it's so just an extra item. I mean, I guess they feel like maybe that's a, good that you have both right because it's less likely the forger is going to go through and forge a card and the you know everything else but they do especially uh, some certifications or at least i know that there's some where they put some stuff in the back of the frame for example right. so you can't display it so with that little card it shows hey you know it's it's good i guess yeah people so people like that you know but so like with jsa if if you misplace the card or it gets destroyed um, you know, they won't generally, they generally won't replace the card. I mean, I, I guess they used to, or, you know, maybe certain ones they can replace. Uh, but most of the time they'll just ask you to upgrade it to a COA, uh, which is a, a full letter where they give you the letter has a picture of the item and, um, a new decal. Um, and with P and with uh, JSA, they'll basically, it's like $25 and you can just email them. You can go on their website uh, email them, you take a picture of the item, the autograph, the, the sticker that's on it. And they basically will mail it to you right to your house for like 25 bucks. So, um, that's a really good service if you're missing a card and you really want it. But a lot of these companies are, are getting away from cards. And that's why I brought it up. Uh, Beckett, like you said, came out with a new hologram and uh, they're doing away with cards. So they're not going to have any more cards. Uh, some collectors are unhappy about that. Uh, but what, Beckett is doing is they're saying, look, uh, if you want a card, you can, we're going to give you a link uh, when you go to this, uh, to look at the COA and you can print a card out if you want to have a paper copy of something. But okay. what I've always heard from a lot of people that collect is, 
you know, don't worry about the card. I mean, the, the really the sticker that's on the item is the most important thing. Okay. And those stickers obviously last probably for a lifetime. Yeah, they should. They, I mean, they're, they're produced to last for a very, very long time. Yeah. Tamper proof. So, you know, as you're telling us the details of everything that goes into a certification, all I keep thinking about is, is all the money that goes into getting these professionals to look at every little possible detail. I mean, when you're talking about the slant of a pen, I'm thinking, shit, that's, that's nuts. That's crazy. But it, it, it's also a reminder that this hobby, I guess we can call it as well, this, this, this memorabilia collecting hobby, it's a multi-billion dollar industry. So, so therefore, much. all of these details, they have to be put in place so that the ball that you have, that you'll pass down to your son because your father passed it on to you, well, you want to make sure that it has all the protection that it can so that you're passing down that value, that investment that you're, that you're making in, in all of this. Now, tell me about, I, I know that a lot of dads and, and, and a lot of us, in fact, back in the days where it was more accessible, a lot of us stayed after the game to wait for these players to come out yeah. so they sign our baseball, right? Yep. So a lot of us, a lot of people out there, they're going to have baseballs that yeah. they got after a game. How can they get these uh, uh, certified or how, how does one go about proving or showing, yes, you know, I, I got this Ken Griffey Jr. When, during his rookie year or anything right. like that. I mean, I, I may be going too crazy with this, but a lot of us do have balls out there that we got yeah. after a game. Yeah, I mean, you're going to get stuff that you've had signed in person. Um, you know, maybe you have a trusted friend that does autographs. And I, I know a lot of people that are like, yeah, I got this from my buddy. You know, I really trust him. He says he got it in person. Um, so they'll, they'll be willing to buy those because some, you know, sometimes you can find deals on uncertified items. You know, if you could, if you get good enough at noticing, you know, the intricacies on the signature and you can kind of pick out the good signatures. You know, there's a lot of guys out there that look for unserted items because they can get them cheap and then they send them off and get them sorted. Uh, I've done that myself. I've picked up some, some very expensive items um, that I knew the signature looked good or there was a reason why I thought it would pass. And, you know, I took the chance on it and, it, you know, got it uh, authenticated and it passed. Um, uh, it's actually a few Sean Taylor pieces, um, which is a really oh, wow. rare okay. autograph, you know, so you know, we could, we could talk about stuff like that, but it, really what, what people want to do, uh, if you have an item that you want authenticated, uh, you're going to go through a third-party authenticator, which is basically going to be JSA, Beckett, PSA, DNA. I mean, those are the main three. There may be some other kind of companies on the fringe uh, that'll do uh, authentication, but those are the main ones. And those are the ones that are trusted that people recognize. And, you know, it's going to be easier to sell uh, your item if they have one of those. So JSA, uh, they do a lot of uh, authentication shows. You can go on their website and it'll actually tell you where the next one in your area will be. Okay. Uh, if you want to go in person, because a lot of people want to go in person, right? They don't want to mail their item off because they're afraid it'll get lost or, you know, who knows. Um, uh, you can go to their offices. I think there's one in New York um, and I know they have one in Miami because I've been there uh, to JSA. But, um, you know, most likely most people are going to go to shows, you know, card shows or sports memorabilia shows. Uh, most of the authentic authenticators are going to be there and get your item done there. 
Um, or like I said, just kind of check, check out their schedule on their website. Cause like JSA will go to like a, a hotel and they'll, uh, or, you know, they'll rent out like a room and then they'll have people can come in and get, get their items authenticated, you know, and, and, and most of the time it's going to be, the cost is going to be dependent on uh, who the autograph is. So, yeah. you know, someone like Tom Brady, I think JSA is going to charge you like $75, uh, $75 for that. And it's going to need a letter, um, you know, once, once it goes over a certain value, JSA usually requires a letter. So that's another uh, sign, right? If you see a Mickey Mantle baseball and it has a basic certification on it from JSA, it might be fake okay. <laughs> because, you know, items that are uh, north of two, $300 generally are going to have a full letter uh, put on them. Now I'm not saying every item, um, and there's going to be exceptions. Obviously, uh, JSA has a JSA witness protection, which is basically JSA witnesses the athlete signing the item and then puts the decal right on there. Those are the best items to buy because you know they were you know witnessed. witnessed. It's, it's it's witnessed. It's guaranteed. It's not. Uh, we think this is a good autograph, right? So uh, Beckett also has a witnessed, and uh, PSA DNA has an uh, in person. Um, cert as well i believe so you know most of those you know you'll you'll see those from the the, the signings that are happening happening now they usually use those witnessed uh, decals on those uh which are great but uh also if if you can't get somewhere to get something authenticated uh you could send in your items as i mentioned uh, jsa will take send-ins uh, as well as beckett and uh, PSA DNA as well. So just go to their websites, um, you know, Beckett.com. I think it's like PSADNA.com and uh, J, uh, James Spence. Um, any one of those websites, just check them out. There's lots of information on there, how to submit items and you kind of mail it in. And most of them have price guides on there too. It'll tell you, uh, especially I know JSA for specifically, you can put the athlete's name in there and it'll tell you how much it costs to uh, authenticate that autograph. So, and you know, if, if, uh, if it doesn't pass, you can get a rejection letter. So you could maybe go get your money back. If, if you do have that type of a guarantee in place with somebody, uh, which I've, I've had to do a few times, unfortunately. Oh boy. Now I'm not going to sit here and ask you what your most valuable signature is or anything like that, but uh, you talked about your your initial stories were you know with your bad stories. Tell me some of the good ones, some some of the not necessarily some of the good stuff that you have, but how you came across it or anything that you hold you know uh, pretty close as a pretty cool story of how you got something. Um, you know, I, I most of my in-person autographs are Buccaneers players, uh, nothing uh, too crazy. Obviously, uh, we couldn't go to camp this year when Tom Brady was there, although I, I hear he doesn't really sign at camp anyway. There's probably be a madhouse. Uh, but, uh, you know, you know I, one, of, I, one of the things that I see in your breaks uh, sometimes uh, behind you is I see that Tampa Bay Lightning goalie mask mm -hmm. that's signed by the entire team, I believe, right? Now, I don't know if it's a championship year, but I remember somebody saying or mentioning, hey, you know, would you want to trade that? And you're like, yeah, ah, maybe, maybe not. So I don't know. I, I thought about that. And that's what made me think about it. Like, okay. Well, uh, yeah. Yeah. I got, you know, a lot of the stuff I've got, I've won off the pages, right. Uh, from Raz's and, you know, or, or, you know, bought a lot of stuff too as well. And um, that goalkeeper mask, it does have a good amount of the players on the team. And I, I don't remember what year. Um, but I mean, a lot of those guys are still on the team. So definitely won a, won a cup this year, this past year. 
Um, but there, the, another quick story, and I mentioned Sean Taylor. So I, I came upon this, this, this helmet. Uh, it was a Redskins helmet. And it had Sean Taylor's autograph on it. It was, it was it actually had Sean Taylor. It had um, Santana Moss and one other player. Uh, they were all Miami grads and they were, uh, you know, all on, on the Redskins at the time. And so I had these, it had Sean Taylor on one side and then the other two athletes on the other side. And you know, I looked at the autographs and I wasn't, an expert on Sean Taylor by any means. And I know his stuff was really rare. I was actually looking for his stuff specifically because a friend of mine, Gene Farmer was uh, saying something about, Hey, you know, I'd love to have Sean Taylor stuff. So I, I was actively looking for something for him and I came upon this helmet and it, you know, kind of looked legit. It had a little card from the team. It said it was a, a team COA. And, you know, you always got to be leery of that because those are really easy to fake usually because it's just like a piece of paper. It does have some signatures on it, but I mean, I could print that out on my computer. So, you know, it was a chance, right? And so I I messaged the guy and, you know, I kind of talked to him a little bit. It was on eBay and uh, ended up purchasing the helmet for $500. And I took a a chance. I said, you know, I'm going to take a chance on this helmet, $500. The the other autographs look pretty good. Uh, You know, I wasn't, there's not a lot of Sean Taylor stuff out there to compare to. So I, I took this helmet and uh, you know, I became friends here locally with a guy that did a lot of memorabilia. So he, he got uh, JSA to come to his house a lot to authenticate items. And so I I gave it to him and uh, he had JSA take a look at it. And for something like a a Sean Taylor, you know, JSA, most likely the rep's not going to just be like, Oh yeah, authenticated here. I'm going to put the letter on it, but they do. Well, what they, and what they do, and I guess people maybe don't know a lot of the inner workings uh, for some of the bigger autographs. And, um, you know, I'm not sure if this is a standard practice on everything, but a lot of times what they'll do is they take a picture of the autograph and they actually put it into, uh, I'm going to say like a database, but it's like a, uh, um, a program or something that sends it out to all their reps, right? So it sends the autograph out to a lot of different reps and then the rep will take a look at it and they'll score it. And so I guess they look at all the scoring from around all of these different reps and then they get a consensus that yes, this is a good autograph. So that's kind of a cool, cool thing that they do. Um, And I don't, I don't know how often they use that, but I think for something like Sean Taylor, they're obviously going to use that because it's a, a very high, you know, dollar item, very rare item. Uh, cause Sean Taylor, people are listening and don't know who Sean Taylor is. You know, he came out of the university of Miami and played for the Redskins, a great player, uh, you know, linebacker, I believe. No, he was the free safety, free safety, free safety uh, linebacker, yeah. free safety. And, uh, I believe, so he got shot right. And, and killed, unfortunately. Um, so any, in any case, yeah, they were trying to rob his home and he defended his home and he got shot and killed. Yeah. I mean, sad. Um, and, you know, great player. And uh, so anyway, so I, I got this item back from JSA and they said, yes, it's legit. And here's your, your letter has, you know, obviously this is Sean Taylor and so-and-so and so-and-so. So at that point, I'm like, okay, Gene, let's talk about uh, what we're going to do with this helmet here. Cause this, this helmet is worth a lot of money now, okay. um, you know, and 
uh, at one point, I think someone even offered him like upwards to $10,000 for this helmet. <laughs> so, you know, this is a $500 find on eBay. So this is what I'm ta- talking about. If you, if, you get, if you get good at looking at autographs, and sometimes you can find some gems out there, right? Take a, take a chance, get it authenticated. Um, so did I get $10,000 out of that helmet? No, actually it belongs to Gene Farmer now. Um, oh. but what I, but what I did get out of it is he came into my house here and, uh, you know, Gene's in, in construction and, uh, he got, uh, his guys to put up a crown molding in my house and I got a nice black backsplash in my kitchen and, uh, he painted one of my bedrooms, uh, not him personally, but his guys. And, uh, so, you know, I got you know, several thousand dollars worth of work done to my house, um, off a $500 helmet off eBay. (laughs) So he has that helmet. And, you know, like I said, I mean, after I, I gave it to him and it was always intended for him. So I'm glad we were able to, Oh, that's right. You were looking for him. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. That was the only reason I was looking for Sean Taylor was because of of Gene. I was looking. So I, you know, and and I've done that for several people in the past. Like they tell me something to look for and I'll keep an eye out. Um, you know, so, I've actually come upon several other uh, Sean Taylor items over the last few years. Um, I actually have a couple 16 by twenties that I have. And so oh, wow. recently, recently, and I, that, that helmet that I, that I found was a full size pro line helmet, which means a, you know, authentic helmet it had the big padding, like the ones like they wear on the field. And it's just, you okay. just don't see those in the marketplace at all. You see some photos, like I have some of the photos You'll see those come up once in a while, but you never see a helmet. And so uh, recently, you know, and I, it's not that I regretted giving that to Gene because I was happy that he has it. And I know he's going to keep it yeah. at least for, you know, uh, a while. Um, but I did find on eBay another Sean Taylor helmet not long ago. And it was a team signed helmet. And I, I keep an eye on things and it popped up and I took a look at it. And the funny part was it was, it came from Winter Haven, which is like uh, Orlando area, you know, it was like pretty close to where I'm at. And, but I looked at this helmet and this guy had pictures on the listing and it's not authenticated, but he had pictures of the athletes signing the helmet. Like you could look in the picture and see this helmet. So, I mean, it's photo evidence. And so it was like a thousand dollars. Uh, I think he had it listed at, and I freaking hit the buy button as quick as I possibly could and, uh, emailed him. And, you know, I said, Hey, uh, can you send me some of those pictures when you send that helmet? Um, and he was very accommodating and he said, yeah, yeah I mean, I've had this helmet forever and I got it at, uh, you know, one of the spring training and you could see in these photos that all these guys are signing this like at spring training or, you know, camp or whatever you call it, not spring training yeah, for training football, camp. but training camp. Training camp. Um, so it was, so I do have that in my case now it's, I, it's, it's not authenticated yet, but I don't feel like I would have any problem because I have a picture of Sean Taylor signing the helmet. So oh, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's one of those things where I never thought I'd find another one and, and there it popped up, but it you know, right then and there. but like, you know, like I said, it's, it would, didn't have a COA and that's probably would turn a lot of people off. Um, but you know, look at the item and look what's with it. And obviously this one had pictures, which you don't really find <laughs> too often. So All right. now, uh, obviously in, in this, in this game, not everything is happy. Not everything is peachy. Not everything right. has a happy ending. There's obviously some pretty bad uh, stories out there. I'm pretty sure there's pretty bad situations that you've heard of, yeah. of uh, you know, besides the ones that you've already told us about uh, that you've, 
experienced, you know, firsthand. Uh, but there's got to be something out there, man. I mean, when there's so much money involved, you know, we talked about the documentaries that we see on mm. television on these, on yeah. these channels. Uh, you know, t- tell me some something that makes you kind of like say, damn, that's that's pretty jacked up. Well, something comes to mind actually immediately in this because okay. it, and, it, and it's Tom Brady again. Uh, and, and just for people listening, I mean, uh, I bring up Tom Brady, but pretty much any of the high dollar athletes you're going to look at Tom Brady, Muhammad Ali, Mickey Mantle, Babe Ruth, you know, these are all signatures that are highly faked. And the reason is because they're worth so much money. Nobody, you know, you, you have like a Kevin Kiermeyer baseball and I love Kevin Kiermeyer. He's one of my favorite baseball players on the Rays. And I have a lot of Kevin Kiermeyer autographs, but I, I'm not really worried about finding a Kevin Kiermeyer faked autograph right now, you know, because I can buy a ball for 40 bucks, <laughs> you know, because it's not in high demand. He's on the Rays, whatever. He's a great player. I love the guy, but you know, the smaller autographs, people aren't going to waste their time generally. I mean, not to say yeah. that there isn't people out there still forging those. It's not worth going to jail for many, many yeah. years. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to I'm not going to say you'll never see a forged autograph because I'm sure someone will find one. But you know what I'm saying, right? Yeah. The big the big money is where these guys are going to go and they can make a lot of money. Um, is, it, is it pretty safe to say that Kobe's going to be on that list at some point? Oh, Kobe's, he's already on that list. Uh, Michael Jordan, I should put him on there. Um, you know, the thing with Michael Jordan is you, you're going to see a lot of uh, uh, people trying to sell a Michael Jordan and they're going to say, well, it doesn't have UDA on it, which is upper deck. And, you know, most, most Jordan uh, collectors are not going to buy an item that doesn't have upper deck because upper deck's really the only company that's ever asserted him. um, you know, they go to his flight camps, even when he was signing at camp, uh, they asserted those. And and the thing with upper deck is when they assert the autograph, it's always in person. They don't assert anything that's not in person. Um, and it's just for their athletes. So, you know, upper decks a really great company from a certification standpoint. Um, you know, you gotta be careful that you don't find a, a fake one, a fake cert or fake letter, um, they're very good. If you send a, an email to, to upper deck, you just go to their website, find the email. Uh, if you come across an upper deck uh, piece, a lot of them will have the photo. They'll match the photo in the database. So you can kind yeah. of go and look at the item, but if there's no photo, which is from a certain time period back, they didn't put them in the database. You can uh, email them and they'll you know, tell you, yes, this is uh, such and such item. It was signed on this date and, you know, da, 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 da. So they're really good about getting back to you okay. too. Um, so yeah, so yeah, definitely Michael Jordan, you know, any of the guys, Kobe, I've seen a lot of his forgeries uh, on PSA DNA items. I've actually seen Panini items, which is surprising that are being forged for Kobe. Um, and, you know, because they're so expensive right now, I mean, a Kobe jersey can go anywhere from, 2000 to most likely four, five, 6,000 generally. Wow. I mean, some of them are 10, 15,000, um, you know, so, uh, and a lot of those are coming out of so- uh, South Korea, believe it or not. Um, if you're on eBay and you see a Kobe item from South Korea, I 99% would guarantee that it's fake. So just, just FYI, <laughs> just be very vigilant, but no, it's something that really kind of irked me about this Tom Brady thing. Um, uh, so he had this group and they, they do a great job, like I said, and uh, there was a, there was a breaker, um, someone that put their own helmet series together and, 
yeah, they were doing a lot of helmets. Like there was a couple guys and I think they were doing 40 helmets and people that have been around a while probably saw uh, this go down if they're in the, any of these groups, but so they, they were buying legitimate Tom Brady helmets. So the helmet was signed by at a TriStar signing. It had the TriStar hologram, legit hologram, legit signature. What they did is they went in and put an inscription on the item themselves. So six-time Super Bowl champ or, you know, Super Bowl whatever MVP or, you know. Well, the accolades so, at the time. Yeah. So they're adding inscriptions to the helmet thinking people, well, they're going to see the signature looks legit. They're going to see that, you know, it's got the right hologram on it. Um, I think at the time, maybe, I'm not, I can't remember exactly whether uh, TriStar was putting that information into the database or not. So, you know, a lot of times you'll go into the, to the COA database and it'll say, it may just be real generic, you know, for a lot of these companies, you know, Kobe Bryant basketball. Okay. Well, that doesn't really help you. Um, some of these companies will put Kobe Bryant basketball uh, inscription, you know, 1999 MVP or whatever it was. So um, any, in any case, uh, but Fran and uh, uh, Jonathan are so good at uh, Tom Brady that they knew his handwriting and they noticed that something was up with this and they looked into it and, you know, it ended up being that these guys were basically adding the inscription, which, you know, it sounds like a, you know, well, why would they do that? Well, so because an autograph, right? Well, because, you know, at the time and I, Brady's prices have gone up now with being at fanatics, but let's say at the time, you know, this helmet was $1,800 helmet. Well, guess what? You add a couple inscriptions to that helmet. Now it's a $2,800 helmet because, you know, Tom Brady is not cheap and, you know, he might charge, which he is charging now over a thousand dollars for an inscription. I mean, (laughs) so, I mean, you know, they're adding a thousand dollars of value to a helmet by just adding a couple, you know, a Super Bowl MVP. Um, And, you know, I think thinking that, well, people don't really know his handwriting, right? They're not going to guess like it's it's pretty easy to just write Super Bowl MVP and you probably wouldn't think different. So, you know, that's something that really bothered me because people are getting taken advantage of and, you know, but it was good. They they caught the guy red handed. I think he kind of disappeared i don't know i hopefully he made it right or whatever happened but i think they talked to tristar about it and i think tristar actually changed the way they put things in their database uh to be more specific um to prevent that kind of thing happening in the future which sucks now because tom brady left tristar but um you know now we're back to square one with fanatics and and all the problems we're going to have with them now but if it didn't happen tristar wouldn't have gotten their shit together that's maybe maybe not yeah i mean um you know, and, and, I, and I know I, what, from what I've heard uh, with Fanatics as well is uh, a lot of the uh, Patrick Mahomes, who is also a very hot autograph now, um, you know, Patrick Mahomes stuff went from reasonably priced to he's headed towards Tom Brady price and he's only won one Super Bowl. I yeah. mean, he's it's it's $1,000 to buy a replica helmet now for, for Pat Mahomes and you used to be able to get him for two, 300 bucks. Well, so he's the hot guy on TV. He's, you know, he's got the state farm commercial. So he's, that's, that, that's him. Well, know? and his autograph changed, right? Like he, he had a little more of an intricate autograph and I actually have a helmet. I have a blaze helmet from Kansas city that people that are Kansas city fans are always asking me to buy it from me when they uh-huh. see it on breaks or something right behind me. Um, but it's a, it's a blaze helmet. It has his, what they call his rookie signature. Cause it was a little more, you know, of a signature it actually looked like Patrick okay. Mahomes. Yeah. Well, 
a lot of these An guys actual is, cursive signature. Yeah. I mean, and as time goes on, these guys figure out like, man, it takes me a long time to sign this full autograph. So why am I going to spend all this time when I got to sign a thousand jerseys? I'm just going to shorten this up and make it easy, make my life easy. And that's what Patrick Mahomes did. And now it's just a little P with a couple loops. And that's something that would easily be, you know, that in my mind, you could easily forge that. I mean, I was going to bring that up because I see his signature and I didn't know that he had a cursive signature before he, I guess, made it, you know, as big as he did. I, I did see the P with the two, they almost look like wheels. Yeah. Like you're drawing wheels on a car. And, uh, and I thought, well, that's got to be kind of easy to do. And maybe because he doesn't sign a lot and there's more fakes than real ones out there. Who knows? Yeah. So there, you know, be careful with, with any of the big guys. Um, just, just be careful. Look at the autograph, look at where you, the source you're getting it from. Look at the cert, make sure it looks right. I mean, you know, uh, it's, it's tough. I mean, I don't want to scare people away from collecting memorabilia. There's a lot of legit stuff out there. It's just, you know, try to be careful. And if you have questions, you know, uh, come ask. I mean, uh, uh, I'm happy to help uh, any of our, anybody on the page, you know. It is a very good thing that you bring that up, Jack, because we do have some questions that were submitted uh, earlier in the week. No. Uh, so let's go ahead and no particular order. Marianne Cano asks, what COA company is the best in your mind? I've been to her house a number of times and she's got a lot of stuff that she collected herself. Right. And uh, I know she's got season ticket uh, booklets. And in, in some cases, you know, uh, the majority of it is it's completely signed. Right. Well, you know, the, her baseballs are, are all signed. So I know that uh, I know where this question is coming from because she does have some valuable stuff that I would say, or maybe not valuable stuff, but signatures that are pretty rare nowadays. Yeah. And uh, so I I can see where this question is coming from. So good question, Marianne. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, a lot of it is opinion, right? I mean, there's some people that swear by Beckett. There's some people that swear by, you know, JSA, uh, other people that say, oh, JSA is the worst. Other people that say, oh, Beckett's the worst. You know, you're always going to find somebody that has an opinion on an authenticator. I mean, but my opinion, you know, JSA and Beckett are probably the top right now. I mean, PSA DNA used to be in that, in that arena, but I just think right now with the transition with Steve Grad leaving, uh, there's just a lot of questions at PSA DNA. I mean, we'll talk about that, I think, uh, in another question here down the road here in a few minutes, but uh, you know, for my money, uh, JSA is definitely one of the best, um, in my opinion. I mean, they're not going to be perfect. Uh, I know people will say like, you know, like I said, uh, no, no authenticator is going to be perfect, but, uh, JSA definitely, um, is, would be my, one of my favorite. Um, I think they're reasonable. Um, and Beckett, Beckett too is great. Beckett's great. Uh, we get one from, uh, Mobass, you know, you, you can never have a show without mentioning his name. Uh, he asks, what is the current grail? And in your mind, who has the best autograph? Um, so, I mean, a lot of, a lot of athletes have great autographs. So I'll take that first. Um, you know, we talk a lot about on breaks. We pull uh, Andre Dawson is just, his autograph is just, I mean, it's nothing intricate about it, but it's just so perfect. I mean, just go look at an Andre Dawson autograph. It's just it, every time it looks the same and it's so like perfect. I don't know how, how to explain it. Um, it. It almost looks like a stamp. I mean, I can yeah, it, it does. Yes, that, that, that's, that's how nice it is, or at least yeah. that's how unique, that's how 
specific it is that I can, right. I can I can picture it in my head and it almost looks like tiny little clouds yeah you know, that, that, that just flow in, in the form of a signature I think uh, I think Brian Cook collects uh, Andre Dawson, Dawson. so okay. um, yeah and you know so I don't blame him it's a it's a really nice looking autograph um, I think yeah I've, I think Evan Longoria had a pretty nice autograph I say that because I that's somebody I collected uh, obviously as a Rays fan um, but there's there's a lot of athletes and, and professional sports that have nice autographs. Uh, you know, the bus, uh, Jerome Bettis, uh, his autograph's very unique and it's you know big. You know, which a lot of people like the big autograph. You know, you don't like to get a helmet and have this little tiny autograph on it. Uh, Brett Favre, his signature gets smaller and smaller every year. Like if you look at items he signed recently, it's like so tiny. I mean, I was talking to Robert Allen about this the other day. I'm like. I don't know what his deal is, but it's it's like look at his signature on something that he signed recently. It's so tiny, um, you know. But you know, it's it's obviously a matter of opinion. There's a lot of great signatures out there, but you know, those are those are some of the ones I like. All right, I got a couple of uh, side questions. They didn't ask them, but I just I just came up with these uh, penmanship. Uh, we talked about Andrew Dawson, you know, having just beautiful penmanship. And we talked about Patrick Mahomes, you know, just a P with two little circles. Right. Uh, how, how important uh, to a collector, how important is, is, is penmanship? It's like, yeah, you know, we got this person to sign my, my stuff or I got something signed right there, right in front of me. But they did it super fast as opposed to, hey, he really took his time. Does that, does that go into, into consideration when you're collecting something? I mean, I think it does, um, you know. Or is, or is the fact that the person signed it, is that more important sometimes than the way that the signature looks? Yes. Uh, I was going to say, I mean, I, I think it's the person is the most important thing, right? I mean, if you really love a certain athlete, you may be disappointed in their autograph for the way yeah. it looks, but you're still going to be excited to have it, right? Because it's a piece of that athlete, so to speak, um, or that celebrity or whoever you collect. Um, yeah, and we talked a lot about athletes, but you know, this goes for any, uh, autograph that you would collect. I mean, a lot of people collect, uh, you know, actors and actresses and, yeah. you know, personalities and comedians. And I mean, just the, the list goes on and on, but this would apply to everyone. Um, and all these, most of these authenticators will authenticate any of those autographs. All right. And then obviously we know Mo also asked about the grail. So obviously we know that Babe Ruth is, is a major, major one out there. And I know that. In, in, in the recent conversation we've had uh, with all the guys, yeah. uh, Nick said that he would love to have a Babe Ruth one day. Yeah, I think most people would. It's, uh, you know, the, the tough thing with Babe Ruth, uh, number one, there's a lot of fakes out there, so you got to be very careful because um, uh, it's obviously one of the higher dollar uh, autographs that you can find. But with Babe Ruth, it's just, you know, a lot of the older balls, it's just his signatures faded away. And um, you'll, you, you'll see these balls that are selling for six, five, six thousand $6,000. And you can't even hardly see his autograph on the ball anymore. And it's yeah. like, man, I, I feel like at some point, the little bit that's even on there is going to disappear. So if you could find a Babe Ruth that actually is legit and it's like a dark signature or dark enough that it, hopefully it'll last another you know, 50 years, um, and you can protect it with UV and all that, uh, protection. I mean, uh, that's a great piece to have. I mean, that's a, it's one of the most, you know, sought after 
items i think for any collector to to get their hands on a on a decent babe ruth autograph i'm I'm in the same boat i don't have a babe ruth and if you happen if you guys happen to have uh, a neighbor that has a big ass dog and the neighbor happens to be blind (laughs) uh, hey you never know maybe they played with the babe you need to go talk to them right away and just be like hey what's going on before I go to your backyard, do you happen to have one in a cabinet there somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> uh, next question is going to be from Brian Lim. Brian says or asks, what is the worst audio that you have gotten? Um, you know, personally, I'm trying to think. I mean, I haven't honestly haven't gotten a ton of stuff personally, except for Bucks players, um, just because that's, you know, that's where I was. Um trying to think if there's really anyone specifically not a not a bad autograph um i mean it's not an intricate autograph but devin white uh who i will say is a great guy like it comes off like a great guy he really is like um at camp you know he'd sit there and sign everyone everyone's autograph um when his rookie year i mean i don't know what he's like now right super bowl champ but um not that he has a bad autograph but when i went to get the autograph from him the the pen uh the you know and we talk about this right like if you're gonna get an autograph have a good pen yeah and i had a paint pen for this helmet and it wasn't really working too good so he signed it and it was like you know it didn't look good obviously because the paint wasn't flowing properly so he he went over back over it you know Uh, he was it was nice right like he he was trying to fix it I, i appreciated that but uh, I just, I was disappointed. I'm like, oh, I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I got this beautiful helmet to have him sign and, and this stupid pen that I had. It's like the moral of the story. I learned my lesson, always buy a fresh pen uh, when it comes to paint had, pens. I do wonder who had the most, uh, the most awkward look at that <laughs> specific moment. Oh, probably he, just wanted to die inside. I wanted to die. Notice that you wanted to die inside. He knew he was, he was, like I said, I mean, most athletes I think would just hand the thing back to you and be like next thing. Right. But he, he was trying to fix it. He was so nice. Um, so I always remember that I actually did end up getting rid of that helmet just as I'm like, man, it's just, this is tough. I can't look at this thing or be reminded of this, <laughs> but you know, so not, not that he is a bad autograph. I mean, it's, it's pretty simple. His autograph, it's like a DW. Um, so one of those guys that just doesn't sign much. Uh, I don't think, <laughs> Uh, all right uh let's uh move on to a different part of memorabilia cards uh ryan rebow asks card grading what are your thoughts on it yeah so um i don't know i'll be honest i don't know a ton about card grading uh what i do know is what i've read recently um you know card grading has exploded obviously with the cards exploding during the pandemic everyone wants their card graded. And why is that? Because cards, when you grade them, they double, triple, quadruple, five times, you know, the value uh, of the card. So you can have a $10,000 card. If you get that graded and it's a a 10, it's going to be worth 50,000. So people want that grade, right? Um, So grading to, from what I understand with cards uh, is going to be based on the, the athlete as well and the type of card and everything. So, you know, uh, a hot athlete that's going to bring a lot of money um, with a high grade, they're actually going to charge you a lot of money to grade that card. 
Um, and this is through PSA DNA. They're, they're, they're the main grading company. Beckett also grades cards. And then uh, you have some other companies that have kind of started up. Uh, SGC does some, um, and some other people are trying to get into it. But PSA DNA is the major player in card grading. They're the, the highest, uh, most well-respected. That's what people want is the PSA DNA, um, uh, PSA uh, grading on, on their cards. So PSA had so many submissions that came in and they've hired, I, I read an article today about it. They've, they've, they've hired, you know, they've gone from like 300 employees to like 750 employees wow. that are grading cards. I mean, these people are looking at cards probably eight hours a day, right? But they are getting so many cards in and they have so many cards sitting in their offices. They actually shut down grading and said, we can't take anymore. We have wow. to catch up. We have millions of cards sitting here that have not been graded because people are trying to jump on the bandwagon, get these things graded and flip them and make it a, maybe make it a business, you know, and, yeah. and make money off of it. And I, you know, you get that and sure. You know, I mean, people are going to take advantage of that situation. Um, so people are upset, right? Because they're expecting to get this card back and the longer it sits there, sometimes those values come back down, you know, somebody yeah. gets hot, uh, J, uh, John Morant. Oh, uh, his cards are selling for thousands and thousands. And now, you know, maybe things have kind of cooled down a little bit Well, you know, not having your card graded back, uh, to sell that you might've lost, you know, a thousand dollars in value, uh, while you're sitting there. So long story short, uh, the prices have gone up. I think they're, they're trying to deter people from grading common cards, you know, just sending in tons of different submissions. Um, cause they're trying to, to limit what they have to do. And they're, so they're trying to catch up. They're not taking submissions currently. Um, once they reopen it, I mean, it's still going to be busy. So, I mean, you're going to be waiting time for these cards and, uh, I think you're going to pay a good amount, uh, to get things graded as well. So, but you know, people want those grades sometimes to make the extra money. All right. And, uh, let's get uh, to our last question for you here, Jack. Um, and that is coming from, uh, Dan uh, Montes, uh, the best place to buy memorabilia. Obviously there's, you know, the shops at the mall, there's all this bunch of different websites. You can win them obviously in your breaks. Um, but if one wanted to go to a reliable place, I'm assuming, you know, a place where you can say, you know what, yeah, they got good stuff right over here. Uh, I've heard very good things about this specific place. Uh, where, where would you send them to, to a new collector or someone that doesn't want to get played, I guess, doesn't want to have a bad item or a good selection of items that they can find down there perhaps? Yeah, so you I mean, you're going to want to go to a legit, direct from the 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 company that's doing the signings i mean really i mean if, if you want to be 100 percent sure that things are legit uh fanatics go on fanatics website uh they've got tons of autograph memorabilia from all different athletes they're picking up more people every day uh, like i said they just picked up tom brady um and they're picking up other exclusive athletes i mean fanatics is just becoming a giant machine in the industry and they're going to only get bigger and bigger uh so if you're getting stuff directly from fanatics you know that's safe um, you know, third party, you're not so sure, uh, with their holograms. Um, there's other companies though, that sell stuff direct. Um, Steiner, I believe has a website that you can buy direct from them. Um, you know, there's, there's some other good, uh, secondary companies like Denver autographs. Um, they do a lot of signings. Uh, they have a good website and they have reasonable prices. Um, you know, but there's, there's several websites like that. Um, you know, just, you know, ask around where people might buy things from, 
Um, you know, there, there might be local shops that are, that are definitely legit. Like I have one here, uh, close by me. That's, uh, it's called creative. You might see those, uh, COAs on items sometimes. Um, and you know, they're, they're definitely legit. They do a lot of signings during the year. Um, but yeah, anybody that advertises signings online, jump into those, get it directly from the signing. You know, you get a pretty good idea that's all going to be legit when things are being signed, you know. Uh, on your item or, um, you know, you're, you're buying things from them from that particular signing. Right. One, another thing that I, that I thought about too, is I know that some teams, what they're doing is they're selling uh, uh, game used items. And I know that game used items have always been a, a popular item in, in every stadium, but what they're doing now is they're selling a, a lot more specific things, you know, a foul ball during this yep. inning strikeout it was swinging from this inning from this player and in for those collectors that want that specific player it doesn't matter how it happened i mean you might as well just grab it right then and there it's already certified it was sort of involved in a play yeah so that's uh, i i thought about that as you were talking uh, about uh, uh in the last answer that you were answering i i thought about that i thought like hey you know there's a lot of different teams that are doing this now so that would not be a bad way to 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 get it because they're also getting a an a major league baseball with it. Yeah. I think major league baseball is ahead of the curve uh, on every sport, honestly, with their, with their uh, COA system, you know, they have the MLB hologram and, you know, they put, like you said, they put it in, I've seen them, you see them sit there, they get the ball off the field, they put the sticker on it and they're putting it right into their little sheet and it goes right into the database. And, um, you know, a lot of the teams will sell the game used items in their team stores, uh, or you can go online and they have auctions. Um, the NFL does auctions as well. It's just, they don't have, uh, as great of a, of a COA system as MLB. MLB's got it all down. Um, pretty nice. And they have a lot of minor league baseball stuff too. Yep. Absolutely. Website. So yeah, no, that's, uh, that's pretty good, man. I think, uh, I think you gave a lot of information to a lot of different people today and I, and like you said earlier, you say you don't want to go down a rabbit hole because you can go pretty, pretty deep when it comes to all this stuff. Yeah, there was there was one other thing I, I wanted to mention real briefly um, that I that I had missed uh, is when we're talking about submitting items. Uh, there are services, and I know Bryce uh, Bryce Bryce O'Hara made a, a comment about PSA uh, Quick Opinion uh, that he didn't like it. That I think it was very good. I've never really used PSA Quick Opinion, um, but PSA Quick Opinion basically what that is is you know you can send a picture of the autograph or you can link to like an eBay auction and you could get an uh, an, an opinion basically a quick opinion like within 24 hours from an authenticator that says yes this most likely will pass full authentication or or no this will most likely not pass full authentication. Um, like Bryce said, I don't know that the PSA DNA service has been super, um, very recently. I mean, I think they're just saying no to a lot of things and taking your $10 or whatever it is. Um, but if, uh, you want to use a service, I would recommend Beckett. Beckett has a quick opinion service. And we talked about that. You use that on some of the bobblehead graphs, bobble graphs that you had, um, and got a quick opinion from Beckett. And, um, you know, that's not going to be perfect. Um, and, and it's, it's a, it's a yes or no that it'll likely or not likely pass. It doesn't say this is guaranteed. It's just, you know, if you send this to us, 
we have a pretty good feeling that it'll pass. So, I mean, if, if you want to get a quick opinion, that's a great service. You can get it on their app or go to their website, uh, to Beckett's website. Um, but I just wanted to mention that because it is a great service. I've used it several times to, um, you know, on certain purchases and, and, you know, they said no good. So I, I didn't take the chance. And it's good peace of mind on that. Yep on that item that, okay, you know, maybe it looks good, but I don't know if it, if it is good. Right. And then you get that quick opinion and they say, no, it's not good. Then you, you feel good that you didn't have to spend money on something that was fraudulent. And exactly. If it's something good, you know, it's a, it's a good feeling that you got something good in your hands. Right. So yeah, you know, a lot of good questions uh, from everybody. A lot of good questions from the members for Jack. Uh, Jack, do you have any questions for me? Do you own any signed memorabilia? Yes. What is yes. it? Let me see. Um, I have a couple baseballs, but I think they came in a bobblehead deal. And be, <laughs> listen, be, before I sound like a fool, all right? Um, I remember being a, a young buck going to Candlestick and taking a look at some of these players and, and, and how they signed and, and stuff like that. And all of that was, was very nice. Obviously, I'm a, I'm a young kid, so I'm having a couple of players sign my glove and two hours later, I'm playing with the glove. Right. right. Um, so, so I didn't really learn. And when I did start kind of like learning about autographs, this is the re the main reason now that I don't do any memorabilia. I feel like it's never ending. Yeah. You know, you, you, you're never going to finish. And when it comes to bobbleheads or other possible collections, you're going to have almost like a list, an end game. Uh, yeah. This, 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 this are my grails. This are the ones that I need to get. And when it comes to autographs or memorabilia, there's always something dope happening in sports. There's always yeah. going to be a dope new athlete that just hit the biggest home run in, 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 or caught the biggest touchdown. Now I got to have them. And it, it's very, very dangerous. So I chose between autographs or having a roof over my head. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, the rain doesn't get in here. A good choice. But, uh, yeah, no, it's just it's just a, a choice that I made, and I know that it's a very expensive choice, and I know I'm pretty sure that that played a, a big role, also. Um, but uh, you know, I'm, I'm happy with the I'm, I'm happy with the bobbleheads. I do have a couple of a couple of nice side frames. I know that there's one, and I didn't know it was a very popular one, and it's uh, Ken Griffey Jr. Oh, nice. Poses. and it's uh, his whole swing, I guess, in three different uh, frames. Nice. And, showed that to Nick and he said, oh man, I've been looking for that specific one my whole life. <laughs> one that I really like is Jonathan Sanchez. Jonathan Sanchez pitched a no-hitter in San Francisco and his dad was present. And I want to say that it happened on Father's Day and that's why his dad was, was present. Mm -hmm. But he threw a no-hitter and I thought that was pretty cool because I actually got to see that game. So it, it, it's pretty cool because at the time, Jonathan Sanchez too, he was... He, he didn't like, he didn't, he didn't put up with shit. You know, he, he, if someone messed with any of the Giants players, he was right there front and center to be like, Hey, this is my team. And right. that's something that, you know, a Giants fan kind of like knew that he, he was, he was, he was dope like that. He was cool. And I have another one that's actually pretty cool. Um, I have Joe Frazier. Oh. Know, I know a lot of people collect, uh, um, you know, older ones. I know a lot of people will say, well, Muhammad Ali is, is a nice grail to have. Well, Ali wouldn't have been Ali, I, I think, that if he doesn't go through all these big fights that he went uh, through. And obviously, the, the, the three fights that he had with Frazier were, you know, they were, they were great. 
Yeah. So Scott Frazier, you know, and it was given to me. So I smoking Joe. Pretty cool. Yeah, there you go. And it's him uh, with his face all battered, which is actually pretty, pretty cool that he actually signed that. His face is all jacked up, probably from Muhammad Ali kicking his ass. I'm really excited actually for a new autograph. And it's, it's probably stupid, but it's from the uh, Super Bowl win from the Bucks. And uh, I never thought it would, uh, it would, it would, come to to be because i didn't think he would like you said i didn't think he would sign the photo but it's uh the peace sign to tyree kill or you know i love it you can can go you can put that right behind the bobblehead yeah so i'm looking forward to that bobblehead coming out and you you customizing that for me hopefully i'll add a finger to it (laughs) i'll add a finger to it it should be it should be pretty good let's go ahead and let's finish up here so uh, again you know all that information hopefully it's uh it's helpful to some of you guys and uh hopefully you're able to to use that information to make your collecting a little bit better to be a little more careful with your collecting and to be able to maybe help somebody else out that may have some questions that you at one point had. Uh, so thank you, Jack, for all of that information. Uh, let's go ahead and let's tell them what's gonna happen in the next show. Uh, we're obviously gonna have a lot of different uh, bobbleheads that are gonna be coming out. Uh, this weekend, uh, we're gonna have a number of these uh, bobbleheads coming out. So what do we got, Jack? Um, the first thing I think that's coming out this weekend will be on Friday uh, is uh, Otani. Uh, we talked about that with Cancun Kenny last show. Uh, he will be there at that game to get that bobblehead. So that'll be available from Kenny if you need one. Uh, that's going to be Otani with the, yeah. with the baseball bat swinging on top of a unicycle to signify the cycle that he had last year. Yeah, absolutely. A little bit so, different. And um, I, think, uh, I think the Rangers have one coming up, right? On Saturday, we are going to have on the page, and of course, our very own Armando Avila, is going to be there getting the first pitch triple bobblehead. We still don't know if it's going to be full size. We obviously hope that it is full size, but it's going to have George Bush Sr., uh, George Bush Jr., and it's going to have Nolan Ryan, all three bobbleheads on one base, and that's going to be happening on Saturday at the Texas Rangers game. As you guys know, again, both of our admins are going to have these two bobbleheads, the Otani and the first pitch. And we have one more giveaway, and that's also going to be taking place on Saturday. And that is, Jack, go ahead and let him know. This, this one's going to be very special, I think. Uh, the Eric Davis Funko Pop. Now, Funko Pops are really popular, seems like, recently. And uh, a lot of people collect Funko. But they're also going to have some limited silver editions. Now, I didn't see anything about whether uh, how many they're going to be releasing. So it'll be interesting to see if any of our members uh, pick up the silver edition. I'd love to see a picture of that. Yeah, that's going to be pretty cool. We don't know how many they're going to have. Like Jack said, we don't know what people plan on, on, on doing with them. When the Mariners tried it a couple of years ago, or when they did it, I should say, they had, I believe, 24 of them that were gold, the gold Funkos. And we talked about it on the last show. One of them is being sold for close to $9,000 right now, if not a little bit over $9,000. I know that the set of three that were given away randomly in St. Louis uh, the last year before COVID, which is 2019. And that one was Yari Molina. And it was just a regular one, a silver one, and a gold one. And all three of them were being raffled for about $500 at one point from what I would see. So this one... 
who knows how many they're going to have. It's going to be silver. I don't know uh, if there's a specific reason for the silver. Not that there's anything wrong with it. Don't get me wrong. I'm just curious as to why they did the silver. Um, we'll see what the value is with this. I know that Cincinnati's got a lot of good collectors out there. So we'll see what they're going to want to do with this one. Yep. Yeah, and uh, so, yeah, wrap up. I mean, if uh, anybody has questions about COAs, uh, definitely hit me up uh, after the show and uh, let me know and I can try to help you with that. Uh, we try to cover everything. It's just, there's so much that we could cover. I mean, I could talk probably for another hour about COAs. And I definitely learned a lot of, on this one too. And now I know what kind of stuff to look for when Marianne asks me something <laughs> or when I take a look at signatures myself, you know, I got to take a look to see what some of these specific things that they, I mean, the angle of, of the pen, that's, that's, that's something that it, it's pretty, it's pretty interesting to me that they take a look at, at yeah. the points that they press and then some of the loops. I mean, all that stuff is, is it's, it's pretty good, pretty good to know. And uh, it, it's good for people to be able to go back to the show every once in a while, if they're going to purchase something, if they have some questions, just pop it in there, good hour and a half. And next thing you know, hey, you're, you're well informed before you buy your first, first big piece. Yep, absolutely. It's a good start to, to kind of start digging in. All right, guys. Thank you. And uh, have a very good night. And uh, let's talk next time. <laughs> <laughs>